I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I forget to give the time. It is approaching uh, 10.08, 8 after 10. Jennifer Griffiths, thank you for the uh, fresh coffee. Fresh coffee delivery to start off the show. We are all back. The gang's all here. Low T Chuck screens the calls. Longoria, back from his uh, four-week, Four-day weekend sabbatical. For I wish for weeks. <laughs> four-day weekend. Yes. You had the uh, the four-day weekend, so everything was good. The smash cake picture I tweeted out yesterday was adorable. <laughs> thank you. Thank Sorry you. I missed the, uh, the birthday I know. I, I listened for the first segment last night, and I heard that you were... Um, under the weather. Under the weather. Let's yeah. just say that. <laughs> I got a case of the ale wines. That just... <laughs> oh, that's the worst. I had me. I did not leave the house all mm-hmm. day Saturday. I didn't leave the house till Sunday when the breaking news of Orlando came. That's that's how long I was bedridden wow. from that fettuccine. I'm just thinking about that fettuccine <laughs> Alfredo. I'm, I'm getting agita right here. Yes. I've been, I've been there before. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I, Happy birthday to your uh, darling daughter. Thank you, thank you. As her godfather, I feel bad that I didn't make the uh, <laughs> yeah, pilgrimage to the yeah, party, but right. what are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. We're going to have you back. Uh, it's going to be a, a different kind of show today. I, I, we still need to talk about what's going on in Orlando, but we still want to have some fun. Uh, coming up in the second hour of the program, we'll, of course, have Johnny Kilbasa and a fast food review. And I told you folks yesterday... I recorded an interview um, with Eugene Simon, who plays Lancel Lannister on the Game of Thrones. So we'll play that in the second hour as well. So we're going to have some fun in the second hour of the program. But I, I still want to, I mean, that's still what everyone's talking about, the Orlando massacre, the mass shooting down there. And not many new developments today, but if, you, if you're just getting up and going to work like I am, or you're just getting in the car, coming home from work, and you haven't been paying attention to the news, I guess the only big development is uh what they're trying to find uh that the shooter's wife knew now we heard from the ex-wife already (laughs) right but he he got remarried and had a a wife right now yeah so that's really the only big development today is what does the wife know if anything i'm Uh, wondering if she had something to do with it and thought i need to jump out ahead of this because they're going to dig and they're going to find out that I was involved. Yeah. And so she jumped tried in trying to jump out ahead of it was like, I tried really hard to stop him. Yeah. I tried really hard. Well, wait a minute. What? what that what, means you know, knew what the hell yeah, was going then why, on. <laughs> then you knew. And you yeah. No one. Here's know. the thing. No one that is uh, related to this, this freaking Whatever. dude yes. shooter has been camera shy. The no, dad jumped dad out. Jumped on that was yesterday, and right? I give him credit for that. Um, yeah, I, if if I my son committed that, I don't know if I'd I'd be ready to go out and 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 face the music. So I, I do give him credit for that. May I don't know what his motives are for doing that, but and the ex wife was like, 
two minutes two minutes after the the gun went off, mm-hmm. she's on the phone. Hey, that's my ex. I'll talk to anybody. Yeah. And now uh, we hear from, or we're trying to hear from, and find out what his current wife has to say. Uh, let's hear this little piece on that on the current wife from CNN. She's been largely out of sight, appearing in the middle of the night to retrieve personal belongings at the condominium she shared with her husband, then disappearing. But what Noor Salman knows is key to finding out what happened. A family source telling us Salman has been cooperating with the FBI from the very moment she learned about the attack. Law enforcement will only say she has talked. The question for investigators, did she know about the attack in advance? This afternoon, the father of the attacker emerged from his home to say he didn't know. Can we just ask one question related to news that's broken? It is that that Noor Salman is cooperating and that she has told police, the FBI, that she personally went on a trip to Orlando and brought your son to that club. I I don't know anything. I wait until they talk to 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 her and... Do you fear she could be charged with a crime? I, I don't know. I can't say anything. Do you think? Do you wait? No. Do you think that your daughter-in-law here helped your son commit this crime? Uh, uh, I don't think so. As the father waits to find out, federal investigators are trying to determine if she knew about the attack and whether a case can be made. I just want to pause it right there. The dude, the dad, answers the door in a suit and tie. <laughs> I think he's always in a suit and tie. It's six a.m. They knock on his door. He says, "Hello, hey, I'm in a I'm in a suit and tie. What's <laughs> yeah, going on?" Underwear. Six in the morning. You you knock my door at six in the morning. A, I'm already at work, but whatever. Like two in the afternoon, I'm wearing boxer shorts and an old t-shirt and going, "Why are you knocking on my door?" <laughs> exactly. This I'm guy's not really been wearing that much. Yeah, this guy's wearing a three-piece. I just want to interject that. All right, back to CNN <laughs> on the. Uh, well, he's just a well-dressed uh, yeah, look, terrorist you know, dad. That's all. Dressed. Terrorist dad. He's his. He's the father of a terrorist. He's like, I might as well, you know, look good. Uh, back to CNN. Aid against her for not coming forward. Okay, so we'll wait for the law enforcement. She hasn't Thank told you. you anything. Well, I I will see that. Thank you so much. I, but did she, did she, is she an accomplice? I I I, I will wait. Salman was born and raised in Northern California. Her parents are both Palestinian immigrants. According to their marriage certificate, she married the shooter in an Islamic ceremony near San Francisco in 2011. Friends and family of Noor Salman tracked down by CNN have refused to say how the couple met, courted, or decided to be wed. A family source saying it's private. It was not his first marriage. His previous wife, Satoru Yusufi, described a brief but violent relationship with a man with whom she was able to escape only with her family's help. She said he was physically abusive and a steroid abuser. Back in California, a neighbor... Jump at it again. The first wife more attractive than the second wife. I haven't seen the first wife, but second wife looks pretty good. First wife more attractive than the second wife. These these are just random observations. They have nothing to do with the case. Okay. okay. The first wife he met online, the more attractive one. The second one, we don't know how we met. I'm thinking arranged marriage. Maybe, you know, maybe through ISIS, whatever, through Al-Qaeda, whomever. They're like, hey, we got this chick. We'll send her over. You marry her. Bada-beam, bada-boom. Oh, she was born in in California. Bada-beam, bada-boom. So she was, all right, forget that theory. We'll have her born in North California. (laughs) Yeah, we've got papers. All right, back to CNN. Neighbor told CNN Salman's mother said she rarely saw her daughter since she married and moved to Florida. Salman and her now dead husband have one child together, a son. The shooter apparently adored him picture after picture online show father and son at play 
at fairs, at formal engagements, and dressed for prayer. His son was his world, his life, a family source tells CNN. We are all in shock. How could he do this? And Wolf, in a strange twist, the father said this afternoon that at 3 p.m. on Saturday, would be the day before the shooting, his son visited him at his house. He said it was just a normal visit. His son didn't even say he was going to Orlando, and they had no idea that 12 hours later he would perform an attack that would be the biggest attack of shooting in U.S. history. Unbelievable. Um, so they're questioning the wife. The son, I mean, they showed pictures of him and his son. If you have, Longoria, you're the only parent here on the show. Yeah. As a parent, if you really love your son, you how can yeah, how I would can never you do even, this? How can you do that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand that. I mean, not only do you never get to see your son again, but you know, the son's name is going to be besmirched forever. And now. it couldn't have ended. You know, he couldn't have gone into it thinking it was going to end well. No, you know, yeah. I mean, for him or and for anybody, but sure. you know, I mean, but if you truly love your son, that's why I think I'm not. Mental illness has to play some sort of role in this. There, there is the the anti-gay thing, the he's ashamed of his sexuality thing. There's the Islamic radicalism thing, but there's also there's got to be a little mental illness in there to to have an adorable son like that that he loves and be like, well, you know what, screw it. Yeah, yeah, just just crazy. Yes, um, he somehow rationalized it to himself, but I I don't know. It's hard to jump in the head of somebody yeah. like that. Yeah, and, and you probably hole. don't want to jump Not into really. to, this. Is just it, it so it's so unconventional. Yeah. from what we're used to seeing, I have no doubt that that guy was gay and self-loathing and mm-hmm. had uh, you know deep resentment about what he felt sexually. I have no doubt about that. I have no doubt about that. Uh, he uh, felt akin to to ISIS and the Islamic jihadists. I have no doubt about that. But I also don't have any uh, doubt that um, he's got to have mental issues to to do that to leave his his son that he loves so much fatherless uh, and with uh, a besmirched name for the rest of his life. Here's how I want to talk about this again. It's a, it's just it's an awful story. We can't say that. Here's how I want to handle it tonight on the show. So let's assume for the case of argument that his current wife did know what the hell he was up to or had some sort of inkling that he was about to do something nefarious. Um, This is, I think this is something we can all relate to as just normal people. If, if you're married and, and you think your spouse is up to no good, I'm not saying terrorist level, freaking shooting up a gay nightclub, 50 dead kind of bad. But at what point as a spouse, do you say, "Well, I got to go to the cops on this"? What what what's the level of? Yeah, what's what, what, where's it cross the line from? Ah, they're just ranting, or they're upset, or they're not too. Yeah, wow, they're really gonna do something horrific. like that's a because where's that line exactly? So that's your partner for life, you know, your husband, your wife, what have you, and 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 who who knows what you know. Just pick a scenario. Like, let's sure. just say Longoria's wife comes home and says Longoria uh, to Longoria, my freaking boss, I hate her. I might as well just put poison in her coffee tomorrow or something like that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, right, that, right. Is that just yeah at what venting? point does Longoria call the cops and be like, uh, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, how yeah. tough is that? Yeah. Uh, it's a no-brainer. If you think your spouse is going to shoot up uh, and, and perform a terrorist act, I, I, I don't know. If, my, if I came home and my wife was making bombs in the house... <laughs> I'm I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll yeah. talk to her first. I'm like, oh, what are those bombs for? You know, what, who are those? Yeah, for? what's one of the pipe bombs, dear? What are you doing? Oh, the Johnsons. Oh, oh, that's fine. They're for the yeah. Johnsons. But at, at, after a talking to, I'm on the phone. I'm like, as much as I would hate to do it, you gotta. At some point, you have to call the cops. At what point in a marriage do you have to call the cops? I guess is the question that I'm throwing out there. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Because this isn't like a coworker, you know, it's not like, well, I think Buford's crazy. Let me call the cops. Or, you know, I think Alewine's, uh cooking meth in the bathroom. This is your this is your wife, your husband, your spouse. You took eternal vows. At what point do you call the cops on your spouse? 404-872-0750. And has anyone out there ever called the cops on their spouse? I'd like to hear that. 404-872-0750 on Twitter at Mark Aram. It's the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show 1025. 73 degrees on Peachtree Street with you till midnight. When... Is it time to call the cops on a spouse? 404-872-0750. Madison is in Athens. Madison, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. What's up? Not much. Um, so, as a, a recent mother-to-be, uh, if my husband was planning on something like this, I mean, obviously, I would talk to him first if that didn't work. Um uh, I would have gone to his mother or his father and, like, can you talk to him, try to talk to the system as, you know, his mom or his dad, and if that didn't work, I mean, you've got to call the cops. I mean, especially with something that mass. Well, yeah, when it comes to a terrorist act, I I, I mean, there's no doubt, no matter how strong the love bond is, after yeah. you talk to him, you, you've got to go to law enforcement. But what what's the tipping point as far as criminal activity where you say, all right, you know, enough, the marriage is one thing, but this is, this, I have to go to the cops. Anything that's going to take him away from me and our kids, if you could go to jail for it, that's over the line. But if you go to the if you go to the cops, then they are going to jail. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, would it be better for you to go to the cops and say, "Look, you know, before he actually does it, because if he does commit the crime, he's already going to jail." But maybe they can talk to him or something, do some kind of preventative action where it would be less. You know, less than than the actual act of whatever they were plotting to do. Exactly, it's a tough call. I mean, Lord help us. Let's hope we never have to make that call. Maybe the uh, shooter's wife uh, had that opportunity and dropped the ball, and as a result, forty nine people are dead, fifty two injured. When is it time to call the police on your spouse? Uh, what would you do in the situation that the shooter's wife was in? 404-872-0750. Outside of Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Always on Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. So step off the Frankfurt, huh? Yo, Fife, you remember that routine? That we used to make spiffy like Mr. Clean? Um, um, a tidbit, um, a smidgen. I don't get the message, so you guys to okay. run the pitch. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there's there severe weather. A traffic red alert or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. Hi, this is Rob Reiner, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. 
in America, all the home of the red, the white, and the blue. Welcome back to the show, 1037, 23 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Low T Chuck screens the calls along Goria. On the other side of the uh, takeout window, next hour of the program, Eugene Simon from the Game of Thrones, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Right now, though, we are continuing our discussion about the uh, massacre in Orlando. Uh, complete coverage on the mass shooting in Orlando throughout the overnight hours and a complete uh, update tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade starting at 4.30 a.m. WSB Radio's Richard Sangster is live in Orlando and have an update there. Not much in the way of progress today on the investigation. And this is going to take some time. The uh, the headline, I guess, of today's events was um, this uh, shooter was divorced. Yes, we've heard from his ex-wife, but he's also currently married. And the, his current wife is now talking to the FBI. And she said, Chuck, that she knew something might happen. What what was the, the scuttlebutt? As far as I understand, she made a statement that, yes, she knew that he was planning something and she... Uh, begged and pleaded and tried to get him to change his mind and and not go through with it. But she did not go to the authorities, no, which I, is why I, I, 49 I, people are dead now. Yeah, the way that I understood it was she thought maybe that he was, you know... Just uh, talking yeah, trash. Yeah, hadn't really gotten yeah. to the stage of, of seeing I, it through. And I'm not... Um, giving her any uh slack on this uh because if if she did know she needs to be held culpable but that is a that's a tough thing if you are married to someone and you think they're about to commit a crime at what point or how severe is the crime where you you know interceding is not enough talking to the the spouse is not enough where you actually have to call the police when do you call the cops on your spouse? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I think we can all agree if your spouse is planning a, a mass jihad murder, that's uh, that's a good time to go to the cops. Mm-hmm. You know, you try to talk them down off the ledge. Okay, that didn't seem to work. I'm going to go to the police now. And has anyone out there ever had to call the authorities on your spouse? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mike's in Lawrenceville. Mike, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Well, I would like to ask one question. They both read the Quran, correct? Uh, maybe. I know he yep. goes to he goes to um, mosque. He yep. used to go well, three or four okay. times a week. Okay, granted, I'm stuck here on my side of my TV and my side of my radio, so I can only deal with the information I have. Correct. But I ask, at what point do you open yourself up to being the victim of an honor killing? As you're talking oh, about the had a few of those. You talk about the wife, you mean? Yeah. I don't. I don't know the the histrionics at of honor killing. Open, well, at what point does she open herself up to being the victim of an honor killing at her very own husband's hands? For going to the police, you mean? Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, that that's. Well, let's put it into a situation that I know you can real. You live in a very cheap apartment in a very, very bad section of town. How do you know where I live? Hold on. How do you know where I live? <laughs> continue, Mike. I'm sorry. radio range. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, you live in a very cheap apartment in a very bad section of town. What point do you open yourself up to being the victim of your neighbor's boyfriend's associates? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's you know a, that's... At what point do you put... <laughs> 
you're, you're like, I feel like I'm on trial here. here. Yeah. Where Objection. Were you on the night? Objection, um. Your Honor. <laughs> Harassing the witness. Sorry, Mike, you lost me there. Uh, that sure is, you know, she probably felt f- f- feared for her life if she did go to the authorities. But at what point? I mean, if you go to the authorities in that case, you you go and you don't come home. You you just go and say, hey, go arrest this dude. He is going to commit a terrorist act, and I need protective custody. Here's me and my son. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. If Hot Neighbor was going to take out, just say, Longoria, yeah. I'd be like, eh. But if she said, like, 50, you know, if she was targeting something that was like 50 people, I'd be much more motivated to, you know... Uh, because it might be, you know, ranting against just one person, you you kind of blow that off. But if you get somebody that's going off about an entire yeah. group, an entire building, whatever. Yeah, that's that's me, the tipping that's, point. Yeah, because I've I've ranted about. Should fine. I be worried about that, Chuck? I'm just saying. <laughs> I, no, no, no. Find the scene in Seinfeld where Kramer said, "If he knew Jerry killed someone, he would turn him in." <laughs> okay. All right. Find that scene for me, please. That's the best. David's and Conyers. David, you're on the Mark Aram show. Oh, hey guys, can you hear me? Yes, absolutely, David. What's going on, buddy? <clears throat> um, I was listening to you, um, and you did say something. Um, for, first of all, if if you know if my wife was planning something that I know about, mm-hmm. so this is the intent to do harm to other people, right? Yes. Yes, obviously, um, I'll do something about it. I'll, I will reach out to someone that, that can that can help in terms of you know authorities or whatsoever. Yeah. But what I want to address is what you said that something mental or, you know, something was wrong with the guy upstairs. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that, that was some, somehow your justification. Not a justification, just uh, one of the one of the factors, I think, in this is I don't think that guy is mentally stable. Okay. And why, why did you say that? I just don't understand how um, he could leave his beautiful son that he obviously loved very much uh to be fatherless and, and go and commit these horrible acts okay so the the people that that flew the planes into uh into the twin towers were yeah. they mental i i don't know i have no idea <laughs> i don't know if they left children home if they had and this, there's a number of factors why i think there's something uh no, no, mentally I, I, hold on hold on hold on I, I think there's a number of factors one Yes, leaving leaving his son at home. Uh, secondly, the statements from his ex-wife saying that he was bipolar and he used to beat her, et cetera, et cetera. So there are a number of, of uh, contributing uh, evidence that makes me think that he was not all there upstairs. Okay, f- fair enough. Mm-hmm. But when, when, when these people do these things, they tell you exactly why they are doing that. He pledged and said it's exactly because of ISIS that I'm doing it. 9-11, they tell you exactly why they're doing it. I mean, these are the people that are doing it, and they are telling you why. Oh, I agree and with that, with 9-11 for sure. Absolutely. Well, even this gentleman, he said why. He told you exactly why. Yeah, but I'd, I'm honestly, in this particular case, I don't think that's the whole story. I mean, this guy had been going to a gay club for three years. The man, before he died... He never said he was a gay. He never said any of that. We are trying to put the pieces together. He he but had he gay dating say. apps on his phone. I mean, he, the 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 evidence is pretty overwhelming um, that that he was uh, at at least at one point in his life uh, a homosexual man. 
witnesses at the club have claimed to see him years uh, in the club, drinking, partying, dancing with other men, stuff like that. I found the scene, by the way. You want to play it now or tease? Let me take <laughs> let me take Noah and Kanye okay. first. Noah, welcome to the show. How are you, big boy? Oh, pretty good. Preach. Welks, buddy. Well, I, I know nobody's mentioned this yet, but considering they really haven't taken and done anything yet, they cannot be arrested, but they can be taken to the hospital, and the doctor uh, can evaluate them. Our mental health professional can actually evaluate them mm-hmm. and have what they call in the state of Georgia a 1013 placed on them, which is a 72-hour hold if they are harmed to themselves or somebody else. Yeah. At what, po- at what point do you call the authorities, though, Noah, if you, on your spouse? It uh, depends on which wife, but the second wife... <laughs> The second wife, I sit, sit down and talk to her and see how serious she was. If she was, I mean, dead set, ain't nothing going to stop her, yes, immediately. Yeah. Um, if she's just joking around, like saying that her supervisors are pain in the rear end and she wants to take and run a car into her, uh, yeah, that's one thing. But if it's... If, it's if you come around, home and she's making pipe bombs, that that's the tipping point. Uh, she, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> if she's uh, reinforced in the buffer on the car, yeah, that's whenever I got an issue. If you come home and, and she's trying on new body armor. <laughs> <laughs> that I wouldn't have an issue with because she knows how to shoot, and I do too. So. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, just day to day, I mean, body armor is probably not necessary. All right, so it, for Noah, it depends on wife number one or wife number two, which I respect that, Noah. I, I like the... The differentiation there on on what you would do to call uh, the authorities. As always, thank you. All right, this is the scene from Seinfeld where uh, where Kramer just flatly tells Jerry if if Jerry ever kills someone, he's going to the authorities. You are a good friend. You know what? Even if you killed somebody, I wouldn't turn you in. <laughs> is that so? Hey, Kramer, if I killed somebody, would you turn me in? Uh, definitely. <laughs> No, no, I would turn you in. You would turn me in? I wouldn't even think about it. I can't believe what I'm hearing. You're supposed to be a friend of mine. Well, what kind of person are you going around killing people? Well, I'm sure I had a good reason. Yeah, well, if you'll kill this person, who's to say I wouldn't be next? But you know me. I thought I did. <laughs> would you t- would it be... <laughs> writing is so good in that It's so show. good. Without a question, he's like, I'd turn you in in a second. Are there any friends that you wouldn't turn in if, if, if they came to you and said, hey, I killed somebody? That depends on who it was. That's what I'm saying. But there are some people that you wouldn't turn in. No. Yeah, of course not. No. Yeah. I, I, I want to say couple, that. There's, yeah. I want to say I've got a handful of friends that if they came to me and were like, hey, just a heads up, I killed somebody, that I would say, oh, all right, I'll keep it down low. But again, as I've said for many, many years on this program, my biggest fear is going, going to, jail. to jail. That's true. And if I if it can be proven that Longoria killed someone knew. and I knew and I didn't, I I just I'd I would as soon as you started telling me Longoria I'd be like la 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 yeah la, yeah, la. I'm yeah I don't want to know yeah I, I wouldn't want to know details I'd be like all right whatever dude let's, <laughs> no I don't want to know let's period move on I would it, I would I would run out very quickly and I would get a law degree and then I would just and then I would <laughs> make sure that I was their lawyer and then I wouldn't have to worry about it. That would take it. Oh, you yeah. a little while yeah.
I I just for for anyone out there, don't ever tell me anything incriminating. Yeah, I don't. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna flip on you. Yeah, you will. <laughs> like, you're the last one I would tell. Yeah, you're do not tell me anything God. incriminating. I will flip on you in a second. Whether you're my best friend, my coworker, whatever, I do not want to go to jail for aiding and abetting. Just don't do it. Don't do it. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. What I do ain't make-believe. People say I sit and travel. When it comes to being daylight, it's just me, myself, and... Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Welcome back. Uh, 1054. 72 degrees on Peachtree Street. Coming up uh, next hour, we are going to hear from Eugene Simon from Game of Thrones. Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. In the meantime, let's hit the phones. Russ is in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. How are you, Russell? Hey, buddy. I didn't know the beaver was still alive. Yeah, right? Jerry Mathers. How about that? Yeah, that's kind of cool. Noah kind of touched on what my opinion is. Even if she had told on him what are they gonna do he hasn't done anything yet well he, i mean he might have yeah i guess i don't know well I'd like you'd to have to have a pull him in for questioning. they pull him in for questioning hold, hold on a second russ what's that chuck they can pull him in for questioning it's enough to get a search warrant stuff like that but if i mean if they go to his house and they just find legal weapons there's really nothing they can do right no but if, if, if they start poking around you really think but if that, she if she testifies he said sure. he was going to yeah. that might be enough to arrest him and, and hold him yeah yeah, for how long? Is that hearsay? Like, like say if you if you say I'm going to go kill Joe, that's like a terroristic threat. But yeah. I don't even know if he knew these people personally. If you just say I'm going to go kill some people, he did. He knew. I mean, he was he was a regular at this freaking club. And oh, I just did. saw this uh, story on uh, on Twitter. This is from New York Daily News. Um, ISIS might be backing off on this dude now that they know he was gay. ISIS is like, well, you know, he he claimed he was one of us, but, you know, nah, stuff happens. Not really. Um, so ISIS is backed off on saying, oh, he was he was one of our dudes. That's funny. That yeah. Like, ISIS is like, because normally, you know, the uh, blank sticks at ISIS, what, one of these one of these guys commits this terrorist act, ISIS will release these martyr videos. They, well, uh, yeah, they were working on it. They, they actually sent out a second statement reiterating that they were taking responsibility for encouraging yeah. him to do but it. But now that and they now found that out they... he was gay, ISIS <laughs> is like, well, you know, lone wolf kind of guy. We didn't really know him. You know, we, we knew him through a friend of a friend. <laughs> I, even ISIS is like, no, 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 no. This is, this is not our dude. So, all right. Russ, you ever? Uh, here's a question. Has a spouse ever called the cops on you, my friend? No. Uh, well, no, I don't think so. I think a girlfriend has. All right. That's not a spouse, though. Russ, always a pleasure, buddy. Thank you. You know, it was a year ago we went to the Goonies together. All right. Yeah, he didn't care. care. John's <laughs> in Dawsonville. John, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's going on, Johnny? Well, I was just going to say, if I if I come home and she's got my sniper rifle out sorting through ammo to find the ones that aren't dented or discolored, there there might be some some issues that I may need to resolve. Yeah, obviously you talk to her first, but at what point do you say, all right, got to go to the cops on this? Probably the point where she walks out in a ghillie suit and says, I'm going across the street. <laughs> a ghillie suit. Well done, John. Thank you, buddy. Scott's in Sandy Springs. Scott, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, yeah, first time on caller. Thank you. Welcome aboard. Uh, um, maybe the second wife was brainwashed and afraid for her life. 
if her accusations with the police uh, fell through with the been for a few. I'm gonna, Scott, I'm going to put you on hold. we got a, uh, a weird kind of funky signal there. Uh, maybe we'll get you in a better cell zone in a second. Keely's in Dallas. Keely, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hi. Hey, Keely. Uh, so, I mean, I guess really coming down to it, the fact that they have a kid has a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to jail for aiding and abetting someone who killed 50 people. I don't care Correct. if you're married to Correct. 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 I'm sorry. Because when you go to jail, your kid has to go somewhere. Yeah. And if you're, if you're a mom... Of who knows what. That the mom... I mean, not to Monday morning quarterback this, but the mom has to scoop up the kid, go to the cops, and be like, I need protection. This guy's crazy. Absolutely. He's a terrorist. And protect me and my son. Keely, got to run. Great call. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.